The early 20th century was not a good time for breweries. Why, folks? Well, the temperance movement was starting to gain some steam. And to keep things alive in that time, many breweries expanded their offerings into things like cheese, candy, and non-alcoholic malt beverages. One of these breweries that fell on hard times was the Minneapolis Brewing Company. And it started a subsidiary called the Golden Grain Belt Juice Company, which was in the business of manufacturing and buying and dealing non-intoxicating beverages. Their primary product... Blap! You're going to have to edit, Joe! Fuck you! <laughs> their primary, I'm not editing that. I'm leaving it all in. Their primary product was near beer, a malt beverage with no more than 0.5% of alcohol. Um, but... They were able to survive this time. Minneapolis Brewing Company was bought by a bigger brewer, and to this day, they are able to get back to what they know how to do well in beer in that lovely brew. Their most popular these days, it's the Grain Belt Premium Beer. Good job on that. Hey, thanks, Joe. Joe. <laughs> I nailed it. First take. First take, best take. Oh, I forgot to do the crack. Crack it. Hey, I cracked in the opening and you forgot to crack the can. <laughs> you got me good. I got you real good. Okay, today- I took a drink out of the can before I started yeah, pouring it in the hell? glass. I forgot that you cheaped out and only bought one tonight, <laughs> so we had to I pour. only brought one. Yeah, it's true. So good story behind this, actually. Grain Belt is a beer- that is brewed in Minnesota and distributed, I think, only within Minnesota state lines. That might not be true. Don't hold me to that. But it's in the Midwest. And I have a couple cousins in Cheers. Cheers. In Minnesota who were kind enough to send me this and another mystery beer that will be revealed and reviewed on a later episode. Ooh. So they sent me two, six, no, four, yeah, four tall boys of well, this beer. Grain Belt calls it the Big Friendly. Or the Big Friendly, yes, the 16-ouncer. Two Big Friendlies. They mailed that to me. That's illegal. thing had, I don't know if it is or not. I think you can. Can mail beer? Maybe not through the USPS, but like FedEx or something you can oh, okay. do. Okay, yeah, okay. And that, I mean, this thing had to have cost dollars, yeah. dozens of dollars. Your cousins went out of their way to uh, to provide for you. And if they claim I didn't offer to Venmo them for that, they can come talk to my lawyer because <laughs> I did. I have the text to prove it. And you can still Venmo me if you want to. How many offers? They can Venmo you? Well, request. Venmo, Venmo request me. Request. Oh, don't be ambiguous. <laughs> How many offers did you go back and forth, though, with? Like, <laughs> did you say, let me Venmo you? And then they, of course, said, no, no, it's our gift. You know, I want you to review it. No, on the in show. true Midwest fashion, they didn't even respond when I said, I will Venmo. <laughs> well, you it need was... to offer again, I think. Maybe try, one more time. Do it right now. One I mean, more time. You, this is also a formal offer. Jackie, so Jackie and Eric, if you want to uh, me to chip in on that beer you generously or pay in its entirety. Uh, that you sent me and sent the coal cans boys, I would be happy to pay for it. I make so much goddamn money from this podcast <laughs> that it's a, it would be a crime not to reimburse you for I think you limp dick that ass a little bit. If you, if, if you I'm need somebody serious, to pitch though. in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I clarified, I'll pay for the whole thing. I'm not like don't Joe when money. we're buying beers for cold cans each week. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Wait, what I get I that done? Venmo faster than the checkout line goes at QFC. 
which means pretty slow, actually. I submit Venmo requests or or do payments through Venmo immediately, which does look like I'm desperate for that. I know, bucks. but it's so you don't forget. It's so I, I don't it. forget. I, get I also it. pay people Heaven forbid you forget <laughs> that I owe you two bucks for oh, a case of fucking Oh, I know you're looking for me Bud to forget Light. that I owe you, you owe me two bucks. <laughs> Joey's bit is also that his Venmo never works. It can receive money, but he can't send money on it. I still have that bug. That's too bad. That yeah. is bad. I have personally contacted support on your behalf. Me too, and they won't do anything about it. So then what, instead, if I owe you money, I have you send me the amount of right. money I owe you. That um, fixes so I the remember. bug. Well, yeah, so yeah. then I remember, and then I'll pay you that. We're all here so Joey can remember. All right, so if, if, if let's say... Uh, I owe you, you lend me 25 bucks. I then, sure. So you give me the $25 in cash. I then I say, Venmo me 25 bucks so I remember. And then you Venmo me that $25. Then I give you your $25 in cash. And we're all square and even. Mm. Okay. I think it makes sense. Let's just move on. Don't think about it too critically. But How's yes, the grain Jackie, belt going down? Jackie and Eric, I toast this to you if you want me to pay. Yeah, in all, in all seriousness, oh boy. <laughs> In all seriousness, thank you very much for the generous it was uh, awesome. shipping of, of beer from, from Minnesota. Both beers they sent were uh, only available in the Midwest. They weren't available out here. So yeah. it was great, and we'll review them well. Yeah, well, the the first few drinks are going down well. We had, I mean, we'll do a good job. We're not going to necessarily give them a good review. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll we're give unbiased. it due diligence. Yes, due and diligence. we have that capital J journalism. Um, should we start with the Grain Belt can? Because mm. I love it. So it's it's got this Classic. argyle pattern of like yellow and off yellow, yellow and gold maybe. With, yeah, with red like ribbons sweater. around the top. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's a shitty, a horrible sweater mm-hmm. with red ribbons around the top. Uh, it says premium grain belt beer and like classic, almost like Blatt's font. Mm. And then it calls yeah, itself as we font. yeah, as we brought up, uh, it's a pint, sixteen ounces, so it calls itself the big friendly. So we're drinking a big That's friendly. cool. And when they announced that, they announced it back in 2014 with a tweet. Have you been on Twitter.com, Joe? I never heard of it. Yeah, there's Twitter.com. It's where the millennials go to do the Instagramming. Mm. That's where our president is 16 hours out of the day. 16 ounces out of the day. That's my big friendly. <laughs> uh, they tweeted it. They said, introducing the big friendly, our 16-ounce cans on shelves this May. Look for the Argyle in the aisle. Oh, really? Good copy. Alert. Look for the argyle in the aisle. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like it. Yeah, so they're they're cognizant of their own design. So it's not like it's a Whoa, true sort of like retro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not all of or us. Or not. Yeah. It it true like sort of retro fashion is not what it is. The the marketing department is well aware that it uh, that they're doing this on purpose. It's, look for the argyle in the aisle. I like that though. What are you saying? They named. I'm it? saying that Blatt's, you know, I feel like is gen- is genuinely out of touch. <laughs> oh, okay. So their their design is retro in such a way because they haven't updated because they actually are out of touch. It seems like Greenbelt is is in touch, um, and they're consciously not updating their design. You know? Yeah, maybe. We'll, they we'll, hired a marketing firm that knows right what they're doing. Maybe and also told them not to do a rebrand. And I'm sure. Yeah. We'll post pictures on the Instagram, which is on Twitter. So go go on to Twitter where you'll find Instagram pictures of Grain Belt. At President Tump slash Grain Belt. If you go to That's President Tump it. slash Grain Belt in your browser, what are we talking about? I don't know. We came into this. I said at the beginning, I think we could do an episode on the gig economy. Gigs. Let's talk about Talking gigs. about, yeah. So, so they, yeah. there's a thousand <clears throat> kilobytes in a megabyte. <laughs> 
and then there's a thousand megabytes <laughs> and a gigabyte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so in the beginning we talked about terabytes on top of that. There's yes, peta and like something. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, the in the beginning we talked about how breweries during the temperance movement had to make ends meet. By, yes. By you know selling candy, hustling, hustling cheese on that grind. Yeah, man. yeah. Just fire grind. In in today's late capitalism economy, we all can't afford our rents. So we yeah. got to scrape by with a few gigs ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like side projects. Yeah. Uh, moonlighting, those types of <laughs> sure, efforts. Sure, yeah. Kind of like what this do you effort. moonlight as, Joe? Well, I, I go to work. When I come home from work, we talked about before we came on managing this goddamn studio for mm. two hours. Uh, you know, I do some sort of this podcast studio stuff with you, and we yeah. do this show where we make so much goddamn money that we can't even fucking, rolling in it. We just we roll try to in take it. a sip of beer, but a quarter rolls in our mouth. <laughs> yeah, and we love it. We gobble it up, <laughs> uh, and uh, do a little bit of writing, which isn't really a gig. I feel like that that blurs the line between everything on your sort of side project. Mine doesn't have to make you a buck, and so. I try to do my writing, and I don't have any delusions that'll ever make me any sort of money. But it's enjoyable. That's what we're, I do. What are your gigs? We're from the Midwest, where you think you shouldn't make money for anything. Yeah, we don't deserve it. Like if you're we're enjoying unworthy. it, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't be paid. Yeah, you have to be tortured in order to get cash. Yeah, and survive. Yeah. What am I moonlighting as, Joe? Is that what the <laughs> question was? That is the question. What's your moonlighting? What do you do? I, I gaslight you... libs online. That's <laughs> what I moonlight as. He gets paid very handsomely. <laughs> yes. By no, who? The Koch brothers? You get paid by George Soros. I'll tell you who spread. I get paid. I get paid from one man only. The money trail leads straight up. George Soros drives his limo up my parking garage straight to my penthouse. In this sense, I am Barry Obama. I don't know why I'm... Oh, wow. It's my bed. I don't know why it's in my penthouse. Uh, Wait. Jesse Ventura, a liberal? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm not a liberal. I'm, I'm a big fan of the show, I must add. I say that every time I come onto the show. Yeah. Uh, Former big governor. fan of Greenbelt. <laughs> yes. Yeah, big yes. fan of Greenbelt. Big friends. You know, they used to call me the big friendly when I was the governor oh, up there they? in that state. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was the first professional wrestler to become governor. I'll always hold that title. <laughs> no one can take it from me. Uh, I may have been second fiddle when I was on. What was it that I was on with Arnold? Predator? I think I was on yeah. Predator. Yeah, yeah. So I may have been second fiddle on Predator, but I was the first governor of Minnesota. Uh, anyway, my Did point you is. fiddle as a governor? Did you play the fiddle as Minneapolis burned? <laughs> Do I play the fiddle? <laughs> I didn't know I had any musical talents. The point is, I'm not a liberal. Uh, the money leads up from George Soros. That gig economy that you and your millennial friends like to talk about, it's all funded by George Soros. So I uh, hope you're rolling in your dough and enjoying your little podcast that generates that income because it's all just coming from Easy Street, which is why the Dow is crashing in this very moment. Goodbye. I mean, Jesse, didn't America used to make things? Where did we go wrong? <laughs> Detroit. We used to make steel. We make podcasts now. And now we make podcasts. Yeah, it's the millennial problem. Are we you going to uncork that mic right from the table? I'm, yeah, a little antsy I with like it. Your, no, I like your hand thing. Nick, for the listeners should know, Nick kind of rests his hands on the, the mic stand. and It mm. feels very casual. It brings me yeah. peace. It's like we're in a bar. 
and I just got my hand over the booth. And everybody knows your name. Over the booth? What bar are you in? Lost Lake. Oh, okay, yeah. You know? Anyway, uh, I think that the... Uh, that the gig economy. The gig economy for millennials I never millennials even answered is... what I was moonlighting as, <laughs> yeah, Joe. What, what are you moonlighting Jesse as? stole the stage. Well, you said gaslighting <laughs> yeah, for libs. Yeah. And it triggered Jesse to come the stage, into the studio. Yeah. And ahead. the Minnesota connection. How could we forget? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's like mainly what I do, you know? A lot of freelance work. Yep. Uh, I don't want to get into the particulars on this show for uh, the number of NDAs I have signed. Um, <laughs> it is true. It is true. You don't even <laughs> can begin to imagine yeah, you who can. I've worked with. Yeah, you, you really can't. It's sneaky. Um, ooh. Uh, Giovanni Rabisi? Yeah. Is he star? He played Sneaky Pete. Yeah. Um, Small world. <laughs> uh, you, one of the things you did recently, so you you know you have a flexible job, you work remotely. But one of the things you did recently, you were on a dating show in front of a oh, live yes. studio audience. You actually were. This is not. This is not, a... <laughs> yeah, this is not a bit. Actually, it's a bit. Of one a of gig, us did something of note. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and that seemed like the the guy who hosts it. He, we know him because he does his show in our studio yep. when he comes through Seattle. Yep. Um, He's like very much gig economy guy. Like he's found this one niche in this dating show that he's able to do across the country because everyone's so alone and doesn't know how to talk to people. Yeah. So he uh, is profiting heavily. (laughs) Should we give his name out? Do we have to keep it all secret? I was trying to wonder why we were skipping around it. No, leave the mystery alive. Okay. We'll just let the mystery be. So he does this show. He's making money off it, but then he comes and does a live tour and came up to Seattle he did a show where there was a bunch of relationship experts on the show and you. And me. <laughs> and I was on the panel. <laughs> what what insights I, did you offer? Like, did anyone ask you oh a question when you were? You, so the no. format of the show is there's men and women. They're kind of both in the room and they're having like this open discussion, right? Right. Right. And he, the main guy <clears throat> is, who he's a friend of us in the studio. Yeah, yeah. We like him. Yep. He's in the crowd um, asking people, like talking to people, putting the mic in front of them getting them questions, and then he'll bounce stuff off of us on stage. There are about six of us on the stage. Okay. So he's Four people in the audience. You <laughs> no, for the answer. <laughs> Decent amount of people in the audience, 40 or 50 in the audience. And, yeah, he comes to us, like, if he just wants to bounce something off. And um, no one, like, specifically asks us questions. We, like, comment on things, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so this one, for example. Give they, me some of that classic Patriot wit. Hey, hey, you want to hear a classic Patriot zinger? <laughs> well... <laughs> Listeners can't quite see what you were doing here, but the the cap is on backwards and the eyebrows are raised. So here's the gambit. <laughs> they pull out the phone of this nice gal. Okay. And he's like, let me see that Bumble profile. Okay. And so she pulls it up and he says, all right, 39 years old, name redacted, interest. <laughs> he didn't say redacted. I don't remember what the name was. He reads her Bumble profile, which if you don't know, Bumble is a dating, dating app. app where women have to make the first move. Anyway. It's the whole, he reads the whole description. We can't see the pictures, obviously. Um, but then he asks us for our comments on it. And when he was reading it, it was like a, a block of text. Mm. And that, so I said, you know, <clears throat> I always say, show don't tell. And so <laughs> I'd be curious what the pictures look like. <laughs> I, I adopted this persona too. Yeah, you're, I'd be curious what Brooklyn the pictures Mike look like. <laughs> Curious what those pictures look like, and honey, give them to me after the show. But I would say cut down on the text, show some pictures that show that you're an individual and that you that like. That objectify you. No, no, no. Cut down on who you are as a person. S- show the things that you say you value. Wow. Say Because she was saying, like, you know, 
I like to cook. I like I like hiking or whatever. Give me a picture. Don't tell me that. Show me show me out show you out hiking. So yeah, that I know you're you know, oh I and then I can infer it and it puts a human element to Right. It. And people don't want to read That's either when they're swiping and stuff. Like it's not Yeah, we don't have the attention span to read a couple sentences. The whole allure is that you don't have to think. You're just like, ooh, do I want to Am I down to clown with this gal here? See, back in my day when I was dating and courting, mm. uh, we we not only had to read a couple sentences about each other, we had to talk to each other. Gas. We had to hang out with each other. OMG. <laughs> find friendship, kinship, uh, find common ground. <laughs> Scocked, shocked, scary face emoji. Uh, and nowadays you guys are just emojiing back and forth on Twitter.com. Hundred. Hundred and fire. Uh, how's the beer going down? I don't even remember how, what got us on. Oh yeah. Your gig economy. You went on to this show with dating. Yeah. And they, yeah. And, and they so got his... bought you a cocktail and that, so that, that you got paid. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's a story for another day. Uh, but yeah, his thing is like, he's found this one thing that's hot right now. You know, it's not a company that's giving him a 401k. It's not like he doesn't yeah. have health insurance through this podcast he created. Like he made that for himself. He probably gets paid for appearing on other shows and things yep. like that. Um, so that's like basically the gig economy and people who do freelance work online, they find, they do, they drive for Uber or Lyft, Uber fan of the show, uh, <laughs> sponsor of the show. Yeah, really. Don't drink and drive, get an Uber. Getting in an Uber. Yes. I, I think the common denominator of everything you're saying is the, the, we mentioned how the millennials are kind of into this gig economy and <laughs> how we used to make steel and we used to make things. Honestly, the common denominator of everything you said is technology and the internet. Yeah. And back in the day, if you wanted to be in a, a pre-internet, if you wanted to be in the gig economy, you did have to make something or you had to create like a startup that produced tangible goods or services. And like cheese or non-alcoholic beverages. <laughs> exactly right. Or the old standard grain belt. Uh, but <clears throat> in today's day, like you can take it advantage of the computers in our pockets and the globalization and the instant communication and you can What's kind of- What's a computer? And you can put yourself out there, you know, and you can- uh, you can kind of build your own brand, so to speak. Do you and that's like what that this guy's doing. online brand management for I, yourself? <laughs> I like if there's any, um, I like if there's substance behind it. I don't like the, the idea of somebody setting out to go, I got to build my brand and then I will profit <laughs> off of that. I How like do you when, distinguish though between those two things? The content itself. If the content is gibberish, content it's is king. just content is king. Or if it, queen with a Q. If it's just. I mean, with a K. <laughs> How do they spell it now? <laughs> Yeah, they spell it with a you say K-W- yes, queen? K-W-E-E-N. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, if you're out there sort of, let's say you're making things, or in the case of the guy you're talking about that's doing the dating show, he's producing. He's creating this podcast. He's he's going and doing live shows. Like, he's bringing yeah, real he's value. He's the business, yeah. And, he's and then he's business. maybe enhancing sort of his brand outside. Like, I want more people to know who I am and associate it with the stuff I make. Yeah. That I like. I don't like the people who think first, I have to enhance my brand and then an afterthought is the stuff that they make right how uh, can i do the least amount of work to get this one thing to yes, bolster my brand to get to create this gig but that's true it's a good point that your personal brand is a big part of the gig economy because yeah. you are the, you're selling yourself yeah and, and you need people to associate with you and, and your name and who you are uh or whatever alias you choose with the thing that you're yeah. making and the quality of that thing 
Um, but yeah, can you imagine if we used our real names on this podcast? Oh God, it'd be ridiculous. <laughs> We'd never work again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, so in that way, to answer your question, I am comfortable with it. Uh, yeah. It, as a side effect of like the world that we live in, where because all of this information is instantaneous, you do kind of have to build yourself up and keep your, your reputation isn't just this word of mouth of a small town anymore or anything like that. Or if you happen to make the papers. Like sure. it actually, you're everywhere all the time and anyone, even if no one's paying attention to you, if they choose to pay attention to you and they Google you, like you have to make sure that you like adhere to some sort of standard that you want to put forth in the world. You don't want other people to govern that message. You should kind of craft it. So in that way, I'm okay with it because it's available. You need to, but again, if you're focusing that as your primary thing, the thing that I'm building is me, everyone look at me, it's probably not going to work. So... At least you mean when it. you like talk for five minutes straight on a podcast? Is that what you're talking about? You asked me for an answer. <laughs> and I got way more than I bargained for. I asked and answered if I <laughs> might say so myself. All right. How's the beer? Good. I finished it. I like it. Yeah. It, I should have brought another one. I only had one refrigerated though. There's a premium, space at a premium in my fridge. Yeah. You and your roommate, you have to split the same fridge. You were telling me before the show, your roommate lost his hamster. Yeah. You think maybe he crawled into the fridge? He's behind the fridge. How we are you sure that he's behind the fridge? Because, Joe, I f- saw he was back there. No, that wasn't it. We, the other day. So the other day. Oh, boy. Brooklyn but I go, Mike's back. Yeah, I go to the cage. We had two two dwarf hamsters in a cage because we're uh-huh. very lonely men. <laughs> and we need the companionship of a tiny little hamster. <laughs> I go to the cage and I notice that the top part on their little gazebo that the tubes go up to and then they can hang out up top rather yeah. than down where they do their business was missing an end cap. So it was just open. And Nick Jr., who's my little boy, who's a little bit bigger, quieter. name, yeah. Yeah. He was still hanging out up there because he's not as adventurous. Eric Jr. had long ran out <laughs> and fallen from the probably four foot height of the, where the cage is on top of a table. Yeah. And then we didn't know how long he'd been out. And we were looking around. We didn't see him anywhere. Thought he could have been in our bedrooms or, you know, <laughs> hey, we, we don't clean. We're guys. Our bedrooms yeah. are, they're filthy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, mom's not around to tell me what to do anymore. <laughs> Which makes the nights painful. <laughs> I can't sleep without a couple dozen beers in my gut. <laughs> Uh, but no, we eventually figured out that he might be behind the fridge, pulled the fridge out. He came scurrying out because oh. he was, his thing was disturbed. But you couldn't grab him. Couldn't grab him. He's so fast. Hmm. He's just like his papa, Eric. <laughs> so, so he's, you think he's still nestling in back there. You're feeding him. Oh, stuff, we know he is. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. We, okay. cause we don't want him to starve and die. We want to get him back but in the cage. But he's shitting back there and stuff. You sure, guys got it. It's little pellets. I know, but it's going to pile up. It's been how many, how long now? Who could say? Been you told me three couple, days, couple days, couple to many. That's how many, many that is. Couple to many. Anyway, so fridge space is at a premium for you, uh, and so you only brought one. So honestly, I, I like I kind of guzzled it down, which I think is the point of the big yeah. friendly uh, grain belt beer. I like it. it. Yeah, it, it's good. It it's very nondescript. We've kind of we kind of knocked like Tecate and stuff like that for being so run of the mill and nondescript, but. Uh, this one really genuinely is. I there's no taste, no skunkiness like Blatt's. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't get much. I, I actually think there is some kind of taste. Like something's lingering in my mouth, and it's nice. It's not a shit taste, like with the Cate or something. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah, it's not like 
again, it doesn't have that skunk flavor left over. Yeah. Where, like you feel like your breath is going to be bad just because you drank this, yeah. this beer. Like I'd kiss my mom right now. That's yeah. how good my breath is. <laughs> no comment on that? I have no comment. Thanks for making it weird. Okay, uh, the style is. Let's do the beer. Well, I was going to make a joke, but I, I, I can't. I, I didn't want to push it too she far. She doesn't. Listen. I didn't want to edit it out. <laughs> we say I've kissed your mom with oh, much nice. worse breath than this. Uh, yeah, that would have been funny. Oh, I said it now. Hey, Nick, I've kissed your mom with much worse breath than this. You son of a bitch! <laughs> better fucking edit that out. I'll edit it out. So, where do you think this goes then? The big friendly. We've got a new... No, 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 no. Okay, so it's first Beer Advocate score. Yep. This has a 3.25 out of 5, which is okay. Yep. 573 ratings. Yeah, it's very fair. So it's kind of run-of-the-mill stuff. So it seems like it, it, it belongs in the deplorables category. The, it's not mass market, but it's right there with all the... That category ranges from Coors Light... Down to Miller Lite, Michelob Ultra, Miller 64, Budweiser, Schlitz, Wait, you're Molson. saying it's in that territory? So. Yeah. The deplorables? Yeah. You think it's higher? I th- I like this better than Tecate. Really? But is Tecate in the right place? This feels. I guess now that I scroll up a little bit, I see that our rankings, we have Rolling Rock and PBR and Iyengar and Heineken and Tecate yeah. all in there. You think it's better than Tecate? I do. It's not better than Tipsy Toboggan. Okay. That I had. Okay. Did you just even put it ahead of Tecate? Sure. I don't care. I'm the one who doesn't care about the rankings. This oh. Year. You're going to have to be rankings. Those tables have turned. I would say it, it pairs nicely with Tecate, but both now, Tecate and uh, Grain Belt drink... are going to be too high. Yeah, maybe. No, we didn't like Iyengar. Maybe PBR is ahead of those things, but you go down to yeah, Rolling Rock, Sheffernerford. What's done is done. Guinness, Coors Light. Yeah. And it's the the thing that maybe sets this apart is the branding and the can. Yeah, it's a cool can. It's cool a Midwest can. beer. Midwest beer. So have we confirmed? I've not seen this out in the West Coast. I think this is only. It is a Midwest, Midwest. beer. It's okay. brewed in Minnesota, and I think it's only available in some Midwestern, like bordering states or something like that. Okay. We don't. We're a little bit loose with the facts here. <laughs> we play fast and loose. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so above Tecate under Yeah, above Tecate under Tipsy Toboggan. Yeah, I think that's a good fit for it. All right. I think that's a good spot for it. It represents something friendly. It was sent to me by my cousins, friendly and family, Lee. The big friendly. It's the big friendly. Thanks for stepping on my punchline. That was going to close up the show. Turn up the music. Hold on, hold on. Stop the music. Pour it back. And then I'll let you do it. Should I lead you into it, tee you up this time? No. Maybe we should end on something gig-related. Um, do a giggity joke. Do a quagmire joke. Okay. What did quagmire say though? Did he just say giggity? Giggity. Yeah. Giggity. How about you make the friendly joke and then I'll do giggity after it. So you say it reminds you of something. Do the same joke. Say the big friendly and then I'll go giggity and then, and then, and then it'll end. Give me a beat. Give me, not a beat. I'm not going to rap it. I just mean, give me, (laughs) give me a second. Give me a second to think. Okay. I'm not editing this out. So this is live. Oh, it's live. I was just on a hit comedy show on stage. I think I can do a little bit of live comedy (laughs) show. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's do it. Yep. So, in this economy, you're going to have to do some gigs. You're going to have to find different ways to make money. But 
what you're never going to have to do is find a new way to drink beer. Because the only way to do it is with your friends and family, please. Giggity! <laughs> The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 